Hello, I want to welcome you to Exhortations from the Scriptures, a devotional from the Uliga Church of Christ. My name is Russ Earl. I am the speaker for this devotional and the preacher for the Uliga Church of Christ. I want to thank you for joining us today. We'll begin today by looking at our text from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. We know this as the temptation of Jesus. We begin by looking at verses 1 through 4, where the Bible says, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. When he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We back up and look at these first four verses here. We find that Christ had been led up by the devil. He was being to be tempted, as we find here in verses 1 and 2. He was tempted by the devil. Uh, the devil here, the name can actually also be referenced as the as the slanderer. And so he is to be brought, he's being brought up by, uh, he's being led up by the spirit into the wilderness and to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry and no doubt he would be. In verse 3 says, Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. As we look here in verse 3, we find this phrase is like asking or making the statement, Since you claim to be the Son of God, I would like to see proof. This is in direct contrast to what God said in chapter 3 and verse 17, and shows that Satan questions the very word of God. Then temptation does not lie in turning stones into bread, but in doing what Satan wants done. We must be on guard and cautious of the wiles and also the tricks of the devil. We look at verse 4. Here the Bible says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Notice that every argument or temptation the devil advanced was met head-on with the scriptures. It is written is the uh, verb tense here shows that it, is, it shows that it means it stands written and is still in force. That is the word he is referring to. It, it stands still in force today, and so God's word still is in force, and it was in force when Christ uses it here in verse four. One cannot answer questions better than to say, "What does the Bible say?" We find this same idea here as Jesus quotes from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, and he would quote from Deuteronomy three times during this temptation from Satan. Next, we want to look at Matthew chapter 4, beginning here in verse 5, or continuing here in verse 5. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. As you find here in verse 4, this is his second temptation, and it is an appeal to the pride of Jesus. We find here the devil took him up to this, uh, here in verse 5, took him up to this pinnacle of the temple. And he makes the statement here in verse 6, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The devil here quotes, and omits a clause, from Psalm 91 and verse 11. He omits, a cl- he omits a clause, and he misinterprets, and tries to trip up and trap the Son of God. 
The trap here is not in the fact that the devil leapt out a line in the verse. Jesus does not even mention that the devil has shortened the verse. The deception lies in pitting one scripture against another. One part of the scripture is emphasized, and the rest is quietly discarded. The temptation was to take advantage of promised protection, and therefore show off his messiahship on the onlookers. As we find in verse 7 here, Jesus said to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Jesus here answers by quoting Deuteronomy 6 and verse 16. He shows that the devil has completely misapplied God's promise of protection. By saying, by saying it is written again, he shows that it is proper to explain some verses in a lot of other verses. Bible answers are always the best. Any explanation of any verse that contradicts other plain verses has to be wrong. Now let's look at verses 8 through 11. Again the devil took him up on a high, on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, All these things I will give you, he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. And the devil, then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. This is the third temptation, and this temptation is an appeal to the lust of the eyes. It is interesting that the devil no longer says, If you are the Son of God. Instead, he goes directly after his heart, his human nature, by saying, as we see in verse 9, Look what I can do for you. The devil claims to rule the world. Surely he knew what Daniel said in Daniel 4, verse 25, that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives to whomever he wills. Christ was, was not ignorant of this. But there is no pleasure in sin, and Satan promised him pleasure. But no sinner ever gets, or he never ever got, what he expected. The wages of sin is death, not pleasure. The devil rules in the hearts of many people, but it is a lie that he has any ultimate power or that he can deliver any lasting satisfaction. We find in verse 10 that Jesus' answer goes to the, goes to the heart of the matter, and we are to worship the one who is really in charge. Notice here the devil is called Satan, and Satan here means adversary. We find next that the devil had now used every every way anyone may be tempted, in every way he used every way anyone may be tempted, and uses on Jesus, but without success. In verse eleven, we find that the devil departed from him. Luke Luke adds here in Luke four verse thirteen, when he says he departed for a season. In other words, until a good opportunity came along. We must never think that the devil leaves for good. As we look at the temptation of Christ, we know, if we are familiar with this text, that Christ responds to every temptation from God's Word, which helps us realize today, or should, that every problem that comes our way if sol is solved by God's Word. We do thank you for tuning in today for Exhortations from the Scriptures, a devotional from the Ulagal Church of Christ. Again, my name is Russ Earle, the speaker for this devotional and the preacher for the Ulagal Church of Christ. We do want to invite you to visit with us anytime you are able. We're located at the corner of Highway 169 and 4080 Road. Our service times are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for Bible class, 10.30 a.m. for worship, 5 p.m. for evening worship, and again on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. Again, we do thank you for listening, and we hope to see you again soon.